0: Cheers and be well, and keep listening to us right here on The Balcony Show.
1: It's time for The Balcony, the show that spotlights independent artists from all over the United States and now the world. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Here you are, The Balcony.
2: Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Balcony. I'm your host, Dan Thatcher, and I'm here in studio with my co-host, me, Andrew Chervik. Hi, Andrew. Hi. Wow! So excited for this show. Uh, yeah, this guy's yeah, he's all right. Oh <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, he's pretty no, good. You know, he's, he's not, been around it for a, like he's
1: a rock and roll Hall of Fame inductee, Grammy <laughs> winning million. He is dude guy dude.
2: Anyways, Chris Jasper is on the show today. Uh huh. One of the former Isley brothers. He's got a brand new project.
1: Yeah, it's a death metal band. No, no R
2: and B baby. Oh R and B.
1: Oh, I thought that meant like like never mind. Like
2: so anyways, and blood. A couple I of things. I love
1: you, darling. No? No. No. Okay.
2: <laughs> Although that would kind of be funny. You know Maybe I just one. invented a new <laughs> genre, Rhythm and Blood. Rhythm and Blood. It's like death metal love song. For Halloween. For now Halloween. we got to get a band to do it.
1: Oh, I can get a band.
2: Oh, There you go. We know enough
1: wackadoos that will do it. <laughs> <I can't.
2: laughs> yeah, they seem to be... An- for all of you, please go check out our brand new logo. We are super stoked. Yes. And
1: go check out the cracks in my skull.
2: Yeah. Hashtag. Like. <laughs> I looked at him like,
1: why are the cracks in my skull? I said, because you're nuts. Why is my skull <laughs> coming off? And they're just like, hashtag. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes
2: sense. <laughs> <laughs> but we love it. Uh, you shout out.
1: knifed my butt.
2: Shout out to Reed Caesar. Yes. For all of your arts, graphic yeah, needs. Yeah, it was like, I, when you
1: first showed me, I was like, holy dang. Like, yeah. He captured us like. Perfectly. So if
2: you need artwork for an album or anything, yeah. uh, hit up uh, Reed Caesar. Okay? Hashtag? Uh-oh. 300 sounds.
1: Three? but Oh, yeah, I got those. Three Tools. Yeah. And atmosphere. Well,
2: guess what? I have them on my car and my radio. I don't know how they got on my phone, but they did. Wait wait, 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 wait. You got
1: ghost sounds on your...
2: No, but I was going through the Dunkin' Donuts, and I was ordering a coffee, and... I go up to the window and the monkey sound came. <laughs> and so I go up to the, you know, get my coffee and they're kind of like peering around. They're kind of like, and I'm like, oh God, they think I have a monkey.
1: <laughs> it would have been better if the turkey calls came up.
2: <sighs> we got to bring the turkey calls back. That's not got to be. Sorry. Absolutely. No, absolutely.
1: Psh- <laughs> the FCC has now edited this
3: show.
2: You <laughs> won't go any
1: further. <laughs>
2: Cluck and purr.
1: <laughs> no, we're not doing cluck clucking part. Wait, we were supposed to do like elf things,
2: like elf calls. That's for the holidays. Okay, well it's a what? holiday. What kind of elf? Do, what do elves say? I don't know. Go find it. Oh sure. Anyways, let's get the st- thing started. <laughs> la la. Yeah.
1: your song? No, that's not where we're gonna go. We're gonna do a good song. Yeah. It's called No Good.
2: No good. There no you good. go, Bruce okay. Mississippi Johnson. Take yeah. a listen. Yeah. Here
1: we go.
4: crush has got the best of me Now I'm hanging by my teeth From a tree, she took what I had I played my love blind I took all of the reason out of the rhyme Why did I go And throw it all Damn confusion I'm just No good No good No good For nobody but myself For nobody but myself I told her that my life was real tough at the time. She told me that she only wanted to explore these arms of mine as we danced by the fire. Sip crystal as I told her about my life, told her about my children, even told her about my wife. Why did I go and throw it all away?
3: Myself.
4: For nobody but myself Break it down, I gotta rap to them, y'all You see, we'd been kicking it for about six months And things were really getting out of hand I was coming home late and running out of excuses And she'd been waiting patiently for me to leave my wife And I'd been stalling trying to have the best of both worlds. So one night, after work, we were having dinner on the other side of town, and I could see that she had something she wanted to say to me, but the words she could not find. And just as she began to mumble me the words that she'd found somebody else and that it was over, out the corner of my eyes, I saw my wife walking through the door. I was busted and left with the bill. Why did I go?
1: Welcome back to the, uh, the, the the show where we're at. Uh, we're putting monkeys and turkeys and stuff in Ann's <laughs> car because it's been raining. Mm-hmm. And platypuses yeah. and lemurs. Yeah, it, it's a regular zoo. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> but hey, uh, we're not going to mess around too much tonight because uh, we really want you guys to um, hear this interview. Uh, from Chris Jasper, one of the original members of the Isley Brothers. So uh, we're going to get right into his music. The first song is called Dance With You. We'll be right back. Stick around, and uh, here we go. Bye. Bye.
5: Be together, together. together. We were meant to be Your soul
2: everybody, welcome to The Balcony, and I am so excited to have on the phone with us one of the former Isley brothers and now a single artist, Chris Jasper.
6: Oh hi, glad to be with you today.
2: uh, I am so excited to even have the opportunity to speak with you. Um, I had a lot of memories with different songs, if you want to believe that, I'm sure you have some too.
6: Yeah. I mean, um, it's, it's a lot of music, you know. Um, sometime when I think about it, I wonder, you know, well, how did, how did I do all of that, you know? <laughs> but um, it, it, when, when I do hear some of the songs, it brings back memories.
1: So what do you think has helped? I mean, your career has obviously spanned decades, which is absolutely incredible in this you know this day and age of what's going on inside of the music business. So what do you think led to your success that, you know, over the decades you're still in there and you're still relevant as... Not only an artist, but a producer and a songwriter.
6: Yeah, well, I, I started off um, uh, my songwriting journey, I guess you could say, uh, when I was like seven years old. I um, I was fortunate enough to study with this uh, professor from Cincinnati Conservatory. And um, when I was taking my piano lessons, I, I would ask him, I said, you know, like... Uh, how do the composers, you know, put together their, their pieces, you know, because uh, he'd have me, you know, studying, you know, some of the, some of the mas what they call the, the masters in classical music, you know, and I would ask about how they would write their music. And, and I said, I wanted to be a composer, you know, and he said, well, uh, you're gonna have to do, you know, do a lot of work, you know, it's gonna involve a lot of work. And um, I said, okay, I want to learn though. <laughs> and so, he started to show me things. He started to show me how they would put together their, their uh, pieces, you know, like using the themes and how they would come back and use counterpoint and different harmonies. And um, I kind of I learned the nuts and bolts of music at an early age. And um, I think being groomed that way uh, made me able to just continue to write because that's what I've been doing practically all my life.
1: Your story is very, very similar to one of the greatest producers of all time, which is Quincy Jones.
6: Yeah, I, it's funny that you mentioned that because I watched uh, his uh, autobiography last night.
3: Oh, okay. And,
6: uh, it's pretty, very interesting. And it, it, it did remind me of, of some of the things I went through, you know, uh, some of the studies, that I, how I studied orchestration, and I studied composition at the Juilliard School of Music, you know. Yeah, he was over uh, in
1: England with uh, Madame, uh, I can't remember her name, but she's like one of the foremost yeah. um, scientific, crazy gurus of music theory. So the studying is important.
6: Oh, yeah. You know, it, it, what it does, it opens up your mind and expands it. And you know it, it, it expands what you can do with, like he was saying, the 12 notes. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's, there's only 12 notes you can work with. And your knowledge of music helps you uh, utilize them in different ways. For example, like some people, like Quincy, his uh, direction was firmly rooted in jazz. You know, uh, that's what he came up, you know, uh, learning, learning how to play the trumpet, learning how to play percussion and, and, and piano. And, but me, my direction I was kind of rooted in classical music first. So, but studying orchestration and studying composition gave me the tools to take that foundation and apply it to R&B music. He applied more of a jazz approach to R&B music, which was his beginning. I applied more of the classical uh, uh, style to R&B music.
2: How How do you think your music has changed then? Over the years,
6: my music, I, I try to stay consistent with it because uh, when I was writing, you know, songs uh, for the icy Brothers, um, I developed a certain kind of sound with my chord voicings and uh, a lot of my instrumentation that I use. So I wanted to stay consistent with that and just sometimes stretch out a little bit as far as uh, what I would play or what I would sing on a, on a record. I, st- I still wanted to keep my musical identity and, and I hope I have.
2: <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, immediately.
6: Well, dance with me, um, uh, musically, like I said, I wanted to keep that identity. I wanted it to, sound a certain way and, you know, be a a, 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 nice love ballad. But lyrically I started to think, well, okay, what do I want to say, you know, in this context, in this musical context. And I said, well, why don't I just talk about how I met my wife? <laughs> you know, what I was thinking, you know, at the time. And uh, those Aww. lyrics kind of, those <laughs> lyrics are kind of, you know, talking about that. You know, you caught my eye when you walked in the room, and I knew just what I had to do, so I spoke my mind, you know, what I feel inside.
1: So, how come you didn't you know? name the song, Wow, you're like Wicked Cute, You want to go on a date? <laughs>
6: It, 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 uh, it was it was exactly what I was thinking when I saw her, you know.
1: Oh, exactly. And
6: so, so um, that's what that song is about, you know. Both verses, you know.
1: And she's hung out with you for thirty-five years. That's pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah,
6: that's right. was, yeah. We we, we kind of had a connection, like you know, right away. You know, it's it's just one of those one of those things, you know.
1: Mine keeps threatening to change the locks on the house. <laughs>
2: So far, I don't know why. So far, she hasn't. Ever...
1: <laughs> so you got yourself a good one, then. That's awesome. If I make it to thirty-five, yeah, hopefully, I'll be alive.
6: It's nice, man. It's nice.
1: Yeah. So, how does what does she what does she bring to the table for you and your music and your career? Then, you know, how how does she really, you know, make you you when it comes to your writing?
6: Well she um as far as what she does with the record label she um uh, she's the general counsel she's an attorney and um she's also the product manager she she works closely with you know putting together all of the the you know the credits everything that's related to putting it out uh so she's she's very instrumental in that you know once in a while she'll sing a background part you know <laughs> or two on the song uh and yeah you know, she's she's basically uh when I'm writing songs, and especially love ballads, uh, she's the inspiration for it. Really, I mean, you,
1: you can say it. She's the I, boss. I, Just say it. She's the I boss. If I
6: think about her, you know,
2: I can usually,
6: I can usually come up with some pretty good lyrics. There <laughs> you, you know? go.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Wow.
2: You know what? What an amazing yeah. story. Yeah, but see, it's it's crazy.
1: His, his wife's an attorney, so she could do way more damage than mine. Well, mine actually could bury me somewhere. <laughs> Cause mine's a real estate developer, so I mean, she could bury my butt in concrete somewhere. But then you know what? Then his wife would defend her. I'm totally. I'm toast. I see how this is going. This is a plot. Wow. (laughs) So if so if I mean you've written obviously countless, countless, countless songs, both you know solo with other artists with the Isleys. What you know? What's one of the songs that kind of sticks out? in your, um, you know, in your catalog that, you know, w- that you think shows what you are all about?
6: Um, well, f- the first one I, th- I thought about immediately was Caravan of Love. Uh, when I wrote that, um, I was, I was just starting to really delve into the scriptures and, uh, really read them a lot. Uh, my understanding was increasing, you know, and, um, I kind of based the theme of the song, you know, on the scriptures, you know. Uh, there'll be a time of peace, you know. The young, the young will be with the old. That that whole concept. So, and that and that song was the first one that I sang lead on. that went number one for Icy Jasper Risley, You know, uh, it's got to
1: be uh, an amazing feeling when all of a sudden your song is there sitting at number one, and you're singing. You're yeah. go, this is. It's got to be kind of neat. <laughs>
6: but what was even what was even more cool to me was the fact of what the song was saying, you know, and that message getting out there and people liking it. And it it eventually became a worldwide hit, but it, 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 you know, it came from, it came from the most pure source and, 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 you know, the word of God. And, and that's, that's what really makes it an outstanding song for me.
2: And you, you have worked with a, a plethora of artists in, in the industry do, do any of them um, stick out or that you had, a, like, a really great experience with? I know the people have covered your song, Whitney Houston and some of the other, you know, major artists. Is there anybody that you've worked with that has stuck out or comes to mind?
6: Well, yeah. Uh, well, Shaka Khan, I wrote a song for her uh, on her CK album called Make It Last. And uh, that was a great experience. I mean, she, you know, she's a terrific artist, you know, vocalist. And uh, she can actually play drums, I found out.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> which wow.
6: Was, which <laughs> was pretty cool. I mean, she was, you know, she was kicking it pretty good, you know. And uh, it, was, it was just a nice experience, you know. I was, uh, I had just formed Gold City Records, my record label. Um, my first album, Super Bad, had just come out and super bad went number one and kind of established me for as an uh independent artist you know solo artist and um you know and i was i was in the same studio uh kind of doing some remixes uh for the super bad album and i I ran into her producer and he says you know uh yeah i I listened to your record i like your record he said you you think you might have something for shaka you know (laughs) I said, yeah, uh, I think so. I think I could find
2: something. Oh, sure. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Like, and then wow. We, yeah,
1: they, then he pulls out the playbook. Where's 17,000 songs I've written? <laughs> Boom. <laughs>
6: <laughs> so, yeah, you know, we got together, and, uh, you know, I laid down the tracks and, and everything, and then, uh, you know, she came in, and we started doing the vocals, and I, I was actually saying background on that with her. Oh, fantastic. And uh, it was a really cool experience, yeah.
1: I heard she's really, really good to work with.
6: Well, yeah, I mean, you know, she, she was, you know, kind of quiet actually, you know, um, but um, when she gets in front of that microphone, <laughs> oh yeah, it's a diff- it's a different story, you know.
2: Well, and, that's uh, the truth with a lot of people, don't you think? That who you are on stage and and what people perceive you to be is a lot of times totally different than who you are as a person.
6: Yeah. Well, you know when you're performing, you know, you have to project, you have to, you know, sing out, you know, you have to be, you know, active and the other things. Like I said, sometimes it's different. Your personal life is, is your personal life. And, uh, like, I'm like a total, I'm, I'm a family man. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm like, uh, I, I guess some people might think I'm different, but I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm just like everybody else. You
1: know? So the second song that we're going to check out, Show Somebody, um, where did you get the inspiration for that?
6: Well, Show Somebody Love, uh, that was the last song I recorded when I was doing this album. And I wanted to do something a little bit different, you know, than the other songs that I've done previously. So I was thinking, um, well, let me start from the basics. You know, I I, I got this rhythm going, you know, uh, Michael, my son, he helps me, you know, do my rhythm tracks. And we got this nice rhythm going, you know, and I said, okay, that's that's great. Okay, let me work with that to me you know show somebody love the background actually the part step up show somebody love that came to me first I said oh that's a nice hook I said but I, I think I would like to have a, a be a message song you know rather than a love song and so um, I started to write the first verse it was it, it I think it was like kind of pure inspiration <laughs> because I started to write the first verse and after, after the first verse I was like, "Wow, yeah, this is the direction the song should go
2: in." Well, I think yeah. when, when you look at the today's climate and a lot of the things that are going on in this time, and you know, like saying, "Hey, step up," you know what I mean. Show somebody mm-hmm. some love. Stop it. You know what I mean. Take take that right. minute. I right. I think it's a great song, and I hope to it it does like extremely well because the message for me when I heard it was step up, you know what I mean? Stop this. Mm -hmm. This is madness. Stop it. We need to love each
6: other. Right. And and it's, it's a simple solution, but it's a solution that will solve the problem. (laughs) You know what I mean? If if you think about it, if, if people would just step up and show somebody love, show each other love and compassion, like, and like Christ said, love your neighbor as yourself. If that actually happens, all the problems will be solved, and that's what that's what I that's what I would like. That's what I like to do in my music is not only maybe address a, a situation, but give a solution. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, I think that's even more important than, than addressing the, the issue.
1: All right, so <laughs> let's solution. let's have our listeners take a listen to this, and when they get mm-hmm. back after you know the three and a half four minutes, the world will be peaceful because everybody will do this now. <laughs> And uh,
2: (laughs) Yeah, we got it figured out here on the balcony once again.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Maybe the oompa loompa doodle go away. So
2: take a listen, everybody, to show somebody love by the one and only Chris Jasper.
1: Thanks for joining us here on the balcony. We are back on the phone with Chris Jasper, um, talking about his solo project. Also talking about his son, who he's producing, and we found out that all three people in the family are attorneys. So uh, we, I'd we, be walking around yeah. like a cousin or something. I plead the fifth. I plead. The- <laughs> we got to go there and film a dinner conversation.
6: It's, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I bet. it's great. Yeah. You guys have 12 friends was, that, like, you know, come over?
1: You have like, 12 friends come over and sit in the dining room, and then, <laughs> you know, they're... Yeah, like a jury. They're sitting there having a steak, <laughs> and they're like, all right, so. Yeah. yeah they get a little scorecard. It's,
6: it's, it's great. It's great, to, <laughs> uh, you know, to talk and uh, different issues and everything. So, so it's I mean, really great.
1: So we brought up, you know, uh, Michael briefly, but... Um, did Michael just naturally gravitate to music, or you know, how did that come out? Because a lot of times you hear, you know, if you have a uh, a parent that's you know done pretty successful, sometimes they want to run the opposite direction. Um, or was this, you know, was this something that he just gravitated to by himself?
6: Yes, it was all by himself, you know. And I was like, hmm, that sounds that sounds pretty good. And then I, I opened the door. I said, Michael, what's 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 the music? Who, who, who's playing? Who, who's that by? And he goes, he said, oh, that's something I'm working on.
2: <laughs> wow.
6: And I said, wait a second. What do you mean? You work, you're working on music? He said, yeah. Because, you know, he took piano lessons from when, from when he was like, I guess, four years old, okay. you know. So we had him in piano play- lessons. Like, so he knew how to play the keyboard, you know. And he was, he was, you know, putting together his sounds and his beats and everything. And I was like, wait a second. <laughs> when did, what, what, how, did this, how did this happen? He said, "Well, you know, I just I had some ideas, and I just, you know, ch- thought I would try to put them down. And so he had a computer there, you know, and and he 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 put down some pretty good stuff. So uh, it just came, it just came kind of natural to him. And he had, you know, he has really not good rhythm. You know what I mean? And that's that's a key for, I guess, for any musician is to have good rhythm.
1: Oh yeah, meet my my son at at five wrote his first song called Hamster Dance. So uh, you know he's he's getting there." <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll have, maybe we'll have you produce it too for him.
3: Yeah, it's it's pretty
1: cool. It's, it's got a little backbeat and the hamsters dancing around and getting jiggy with it and stuff.
3: So, so have you been uh, able?
1: Then, <laughs> have you been able to? Have you guys done performances
2: together?
6: Uh, just just recording together so far.
2: Okay. Where can they get this fantastic album?
6: Yeah, Dance with You. You can get it at uh dot If you go to my website, uh, you can get. You can go to all the, the music stores, you know, iTunes, CD Baby, Amazon. Uh, and you can also hear the rest of the music that I have. I have uh, Dance With You is, is like the 15th solo album that I've, that I've done. So there's a lot of music on there. Uh, just go to ChrisJasper.com.
2: And are you going to be playing out or touring for this album?
6: I probably will. Um, but like I said, I'm, I'm going to be doing a video for uh, Show Somebody Love. So we're, we're starting to shoot that. Um, Probably next week, and then um, when that's done, you know, I'm going to do a little more promoting for this album before I tour, because you know you do want people to be familiar with the product, and we're we're starting to pick up airplay, which is good. So um, maybe in, in in a couple of months or maybe three months, I'll will start trying to hit the road. The road.
1: So what led you? I mean, you're you're with obviously a pretty big label before. But now, you know, you've branched off. You started your own label. What was the what was the inspiration or the reasoning for that?
6: Well, um, well, like I alluded to before, the creative freedom it was the, was the main thing I wanted uh, to be able to do with my music what I wanted to because I had so many ideas that um, I wanted to explore. You know, the Superbad was a song. You know, that, like the first song that I did with with the label was a song that. Uh, the type of song that I wanted to do, you know, I talked about education in that, in that song, you know, and that's what makes a person super bad. Uh, I wanted to bring out more of myself, you know, uh, my, my personal ideas and feelings. And that's the reason why I wanted to label plus, um, you know, in dealing with majors, sometimes your material can get lost if it's not a priority, you know, if it's not the priority. So I knew if I start my own label, I'm always going to be the priority. <laughs> and I'm going to push it hard. I'm going to work hard because I'm a hard worker. You know, I don't, I don't like to uh, leave anything for chance. I like to try to cover every base. So, um, you know, that, that independence is, was good for me. You know, some some people it's not good for, but for me it's great.
1: So, what do you keep doing to keep yourself fresh? What are you, you know, what are you working on now as far as like a, a learning perspective to help you with your music?
6: constantly um working on music that's one thing it, practicing i'm doing the score for uh, a script that michael has written um he, he's written uh, like a full-length uh, a script for a full-length film i've been writing music for that so um that's how i stay sharp is to, to keep working to keep writing um it's like it's like a, a person who writes books you know as long as they keep writing, they'll stay sharp, you know? And the same thing is with music. If you stop and you lay it off, you know, you, you, you don't write for a while. Sometimes you can get a little rusty. But I, I don't like that anyway. I, I, I've never done that, really. I've never kind of just sat back and say, oh, I'm not going to do anything, you know, for a while. For a while.
1: So we can expect I, I another really, 15 albums for you then.
6: Yeah, I, get, <laughs> I get really bored <laughs> bored like that, you know, if I'm not doing something. I have to do something. And uh, I think that's what's keeping me sharp all these years is that uh, I'm always trying to approach something in a, a little different way. Maybe, you know, like I, I recorded four gospel albums, you know, um, always trying to do something a little different, you know.
2: Well, I got to say that I, I think sometimes when um, you have a situation where you leave and um, move forward, sometimes at the moment you you're... You go, ah, I don't know what I'm going to And then it turns out to be the best thing that ever happened. And as far as I'm concerned, this solo project is just absolutely phenomenal. And I'm glad that you brought that to the table because, wow, I think our listeners are going to be in love again with Chris Jasper. Oh,
6: well, that's great. Thank you. And
1: Thank
2: speaking you. of love,
1: so let's uh, talk a little bit about the last song we're going to hear here, uh, Sweet Marjorie. About this, you know, semi special lady in your life. <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> you know, she might have had yeah. an inspiration why you wrote this song about her. Um so why should you tell us a little bit about this?
6: Yeah, that that one just came to me like <laughs> just like that. I was just sitting around, you know, just relaxing, you know, for a while. And the melody just came came to me, you know. There's no one like sweet Marty You know, and I was like Wait a second. Where did, where did that come from? And I was, like, I was like, "Oh, wait. I gotta play this for." Her. And you I ran were down in so trouble I, at this. the time, were you? No, no, no. <laughs> I, was just, I was just chilling. I was just relaxing. You know what I mean? And it just came to my head. And I ran down and said, "Margie, listen to this. Listen to." This. And I and I played it for her on the piano. And she said, "Hey, that sounds nice." <laughs> I said, "Yeah, I, I just thought of it this a few seconds ago." And I said, "I'm gonna work on this, you know, and you know, and then we start to work on the track and." It turned out really, not really
1: cool. See, that's different than the song I wrote called "Honey, I Brought You Flowers," so you won't change the Lot. <laughs> so
6: yeah, that's a whole different song.
1: <laughs> yeah, wait, well, yeah, that's a whole different song. Yeah, it's more. It's, it's got this whole like begging kind of feel to it.
2: <laughs> Some people are trying to get thrown out. He's trying to yeah, get thrown in. Yeah, I, I just try, yeah, I'm trying to not get locked out. Finally, I
1: brought you flowers so you would love me and not go to Home Depot and get new locks.
2: So. That was awful. Yeah, I know.
1: But it's hey, as long as she's But st-
2: we're talking to the music master, so my I know he can, you know? Well we got we got that
1: song and we got hamster dance. I'm gonna bring it to uh to Chris over here. We got we got hits. I'm telling you right now, we get jiggy with those hamsters.
2: I'm sorry, Chris.
1: <laughs> we gotta hey, that's cool. We gotta have some fun.
2: All right, well, listen, I want to thank you, uh, Chris, for coming on the show and spending a short time with us and giving our listeners the opportunity to get to know you a little bit. Um, as, as always, uh, keep doing what you're doing because it's just fantastic, and you are just such a blessing to the music industry. And I wish you much, much continued success and health. And really, God bless you. So.
6: No, thank you, I appreciate that, and you know, peace and blessings to you guys. I mean, and uh, I really appreciate you know being on the show with you. Go with you.
1: Ah, oh, thank you. All right, so with that being said, let's listen to the final song of the evening. But not the final song. Go to his website, listen to this stuff, listen to his entire catalog. It's just fantastic.
2: And let us know about the video so that we can let our listeners know too, Chris.
6: Yes, I will.
2: All right, so here we're
1: going out. Uh, with Chris Jasper, Sweet Marjorie. Have a great evening.
5: The reason why I love you so much There's no one like sweet No one like me Sweet Oh I love you I love you, I love you I love you I love you so much
7: Tonight's spotlight guest is grant joining me from the band uh dankrupt how are you grant
8: yes yes i'm doing great how are you
7: i'm well so first of all how did you get this name i'm just curious
8: oh a lot of drinks and looking on the internet (laughs) and (laughs) nice definitely was the the most unique one i could feel
7: oh yeah definitely and it's it's catchy i was like oh it was like like bankrupt but Cool. So, um, we're going to listen to your song, All of My Love, tonight. And I was telling you, um, you know, before we got started, how much I absolutely, like, love this song and how it's such a cool, like, jam. So, tell our listeners a little bit about the inspiration behind this song and some of your influences in going into writing this song.
8: Yeah, I mean, when it first initially... Uh, was created, it was just, I was in Hawaii, um, just sitting with a guitar under a tree, like every, I feel like musician should be, Amen. sitting under a tree in Hawaii, but I was just basically coming up with the, uh, the second verse, and it all kind of fell into place, and as soon as I got back into California with the boys, it just kind of fell, it was, you know, one of the more straightforward songs, just kind of jamming through the changes, it felt very good.
7: Yeah, definitely. It's a it's definitely like a uh, yeah, I just love it. So tell me um some of your like influences um that you gather from when you write music cuz like I told you, it sounds to me kind of like um Dirty Heads, like I picked up on that oh, like, yeah. reggae like beachy vibe. So um who are some of the bands that you that inspire you?
8: So uh, I mean, when we talk as the full as the full beast of Dunkirk we come from all over the place influence-wise, and I think that's what makes each song its own kind of world. Oh, but for, sure. for this, you know, this in specific, I definitely had my full Hawaiian playlist going. I was listening to a lot of, you know, a little more old-school Ko'au Crater Boys and just, like, very nice Hawaiian style when this came up. But, mm-hmm. I mean, Jack Johnson, the Dirty Heads, yep. uh, you know, there's there is a lot of you know just groovy groovy acoustic style reggae yeah. influence on this one
7: sweet so where can our listeners get this song to um purchase it and continue listening to it because i know once they hear it they're gonna want to listen to it over and over again
8: <laughs> yeah so you can find us uh Dankra music online anywhere we got it on spotify and apple music for anyone that subscribes to that um but truly, wherever it is you listen, it will be up there. There's a music video um, for the track as well.
7: Oh, awesome. Perfect. So real quick, um, who do you else do you have in this band with you, Grant?
8: Um, so there are five of us in total. Um, I am one of the lead vocalists and rhythm guitar. And then the second lead vocalist is uh, Derek Shields. He's from Salt Lake City, and he plays keys and sings. Then... We've got the lead guitarist, Enrique Marquez-Paris, and he's from Caracas, Venezuela. We've got our bass man, Nicky B, is from Juneau, Alaska. And then our drummer, Jess and Lottie, um, from Long Beach.
7: Wow. So you guys are kind of all over the place. Very cool.
8: Yeah. We found our way all the way to L.A.
7: That's awesome. Well, Grant, I want to thank you so very much for joining us tonight and sharing this song with us. And I of definitely course. can't wait to hear what you guys have coming out next. So this is Dank Rep with All My Love.
3: Since I first laid eyes on you, I really must confess and There's a few things I need to get up off my chest Through thick and thin, girl, you rose above the red I give you everything and more till there's nothing left You have never felt this way before And I, I gon' get you what you're looking for
2: The balcony proudly produced at Midnight Studios right here in Easton, PA, Sometimes by proudly. Knucklehead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what the heck hang with you so long for? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god, see, I was nice there for a minute, but I didn't want you to get Just used remember, to where the balcony is always looking for a female. Co-host. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there you go, you know, you know it's much, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be the same
1: without you, no. Definitely not. No, no, no. Because first of all, <laughs> no one else would be able to put up with. But
2: uh, <laughs> they all quit. <laughs> yeah, oh, sure, they would. Listen. Uh, shout out to uh, Chris Jasper for making this uh, yeah, super special that was show. Awesome. Yeah. And
1: you know what? One of these days, we got to do like the interview where we also do all the stuff that we talk about in between the interview of the interview of what we do in the interview. Yeah, that. Yeah, he's a good guy, man. Really he is good a good guy. guy.
2: He's uh, very down to earth. You, what you see is what you get. There's no joke there. So and ridiculously talented from a, a musical and standpoint, extremely s- bright. He's an attorney. His whole family's I an know, attorney. That's stupid.
1: <laughs> oh my god! You know, I just want to go like like put a camera and just listen to like their their dinner conversations. Yeah, I that's what he said. They're just arguing at each other.
2: Yeah. <laughs> It's probably yeah. The, what do they have like arguments? Like uh, you know, oh, I said they got
1: twelve people that come over every night at dinner and they sit there, <laughs> and then they have dinner at the end. Okay, who won? Wait, who won? who <laughs> won? Who won the dinner? <laughs> I bet you his wife always wins the dinner though. Oh,
2: oh yeah, I she's she's really nice too. Yeah, and yeah. And, and a wife that's an attorney. Whew. Well, she takes care of them, See,
1: yeah, I bet you she does.
2: Uh, well, I don't know about that, but. Kept them
1: out of jail so far, I think.
2: <laughs> yeah, let's turn this really bad. What? Yeah, we'll be in trouble anything. again. We're well, always in trouble. I know it's your fault. No, it's not my fault. Man, I think if we took a survey, Yeah, you would just yeah that's stick right. To We're the taking a survey. Who do. is worse? <laughs> okay, let's take a survey. Go
1: to our website and and say, okay, who's worse, Anne or or Anne? And no. Fill it Anne out. Anne or Andrew? And then we'll. I don't know. You can come drink scotch
2: with me yeah, or something like there that. There you go. There we go. You get it. You get a free cheap seat. No, you get a free <laughs> shot of scotch. Hey, as Anne long loses. as you bring
1: the bottle. If Ann loses, you get a free shot
2: of scotch. Uh, so, oh, if Anne loses, I'm, <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, I want to thank everybody for being a part of the balcony tonight, and we're going to end things. Say good night, Andrew. Good night, Andrew. <laughs> well, that's with- what you tell me to say? <laughs> You just make me laugh. Anyways, we're going to end things tonight with Reese Mills. So excited. Good night, everybody from the balcony. Catch you next week.
0: Tell the way you move it I hope you show. Sure. Cause my body on your body I need it more Intoxicated, girl, I'm faded When you're close to me oh, you know I can't take it Now push it to the limit, baby All night All oh, night I'm so excited so excited Now like me up Cause baby girl You know that We're on fire I'm so excited I'm so excited Come closer to me I'm so excited I'm so excited Now like me up Cause baby girl You know that We're on fire I'm so excited I'm so excited Now we can't beat it up If I take you on a ride. You best believe believe. That I'ma give your body what it really needs Intoxicated, girl, I'm faded When you're close to me, oh, you know I can't take it Now push it to the limit, baby, all night I'm so excited, I'm so excited now light me up, cause baby girl, you know that we're on fire I'm so excited, I'm so excited, I'm so excited Come closer to me I'm so excited, I'm so excited, so excited. Now light me up, cause baby girl, you know that we're on fire I'm so excited, I'm so excited, I'm so excited. Now we can not beat it up I love you. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Now light me up, cause baby girl, you know that we're on fire. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Come closer to me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Now like me up, cause baby girl, you know that we're on fire. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Now we can't beat it. Up. I'm so excited, I'm so excited. You know so now I me up, cause baby girl, you know that we're on fire. You know we're on fire. so excited, I'm so excited. Come closer to me, I'm so excited, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Now I me up, cause baby girl, you know that we're on fire. I'm so excited, I'm so excited. Now can't it